Shut your eyes, stop your ears, and dream of things in shape so strange, in manner wild, of spirits hidden, ever playing tricks, of damp and scaly creatures from the deep, such evil sprites that slouch beyond our sight and tamper with our daily lives with tricks and pranks to trip and lay us low when we, blind with pride, approach the unseen hour. When work is done, or leastways laid aside, we oft beguile the idle day with games, with foolish larks and topsy-turvy japes. But stranger powers love to skylark too, for their amusement meddle in affairs of mortals, fold our lives to their conceit, as now a king and queen from inky depths risen to briny Quelmouth's sullen streets. At last, Queen Perch is free of overbearing, entitled, childish, petty Lord Grick, king of the dingy ocean, free to pass a pleasant day mingling with mortal humans up here on land. Oh, damn, here comes one. That is my lord's minion, small red crab. Folks, herald to the murky king. Yep, that's me, hello! Mischievous ocean spirit and phantom trickster, loyal standard bearer to King Grick, the dark ocean trenches, and also crustacean choir master and band leader for His Majesty's musical events as it happens. A little bit about me there, in case you were wondering. Accompanied as ever by my counterpart, His Majesty's other servant, Featherstone, who is currently manifesting as a sort of grotesque fish bird. Watch your Queen Perch. Oh no, if you're here, that means... Yes, my love, that's right. I, the ocean's mighty king, Grick, have deigned to set my webbed foot upon dry land all for the sake of you. I have come to comfort you, sweet queen, and forgive your rebel outburst. You're forgiving me? I know, I know, I'm generous to a fault, my dear, but you see... I have a soft spot for you. Ugh, this is why we argued so before. You pompous, condescending ass! My love! Oh, she is headstrong, willful. One might say, even she is bossy and hysterical. <laughs> if one wanted a slap. What? Nothing, my lord. She'll come back to me, you'll see, won't she? Featherstone, sweet Chuck, tell me how to make her once again return to me. Well, you could identify the behaviour that antagonised her in the first place, listen to her concerns and make appropriate changes with assurances. Pranks! We'll play tricks on her and, until she thinks that she's gone mad and needs you to take care of her. <laughs> yes, perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or we gaslight her. Yeah, great. Great. Then, off you go, my pretties. Fly and weave your devious magic. Win me back, my queen. 
All right, still think straightforward dialogue and genuine apology will be a quicker and healthier way to resolve it. Quiet, here comes our human man. Always the best raw materials for our sport. Ah, here I am, finally. <laughs> I've just, it's a good crowd tonight, isn't it? I've just been having my breakfast of an all-black pudding fry-up and squeezing into my tweeds and my trochies. And now I am almost ready for the very active and central role I will play in today's proceedings with lots of lines. Because today is Carnival Day! And I shall be leading a troupe of local amateurs in a theatrical endeavor, a play never before performed so far as anyone living knows, a mysterious play known only as the overwhelming operatic entertainment of E. Pulithletech and Oilet of the Outer Oubliette. Ooh-ee-oo. <laughs> now, I have only to put on my shoes and I shall be ready to star in this show. Here I go, crossing the room to where my shoes are. Let's nab him, quick, put him to sleep. Roger, sleep, mortal. Oh, the tinkling chimes. I'm suddenly drowsy. Oh. Great. Now let's move him to somewhere Queen Perch will find him. Ha! Classic fairy prank. Make her fall in love with a lunk. Yeah, seems appropriately counterintuitive. Yeah, let's carry him to the town square. Grab his feet. We'll lift him onto this monologue. it for me, actually. That Stephen King fucker. <laughs> Stupid fucking clown. He ruined it for all of us. I never thought he was all that scary, really. I always thought he was kind of cute. That lovely red balloon, you know. <laughs> Saw something myself in him, maybe. Well, but also the main thing about him that makes him actually not properly actually scary is like, duh, he's not actually real. <laughs> But I am. I know I am, because they've been pointing at me my whole life. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I can't go anywhere without them looking and pointing and whispering. Behind hands, whispering. That's how I know I'm real. Always the looking. Always the laughing. I know you can't see me, and I'm... I am really sorry about that because I've actually put in quite an effort today as it goes. Today I am ready to be looked at. I've designed myself for your amusement and delight. I'll paint you the picture. My hair today is blue, blue, electric blue. Sticking out in two big points. One on the left, one on the right side of my head and a smaller one up top pointing right straight up to heaven. I'm wearing a fluorescent pink ruff around my neck which sits elegantly, if a little ostentatiously, up my shoulders. My suit is black and white spotted, all in one, all bagged out around me but nipped in tight at ankles and wrists, held in place there by more ruffs, more pink. My shoes are around twice the size of my normal feet, naturally, and a petrol green shiny. Beautiful. My face painted white, 
my mouth a sad, sad, upside-down smile. My eyes with black tears spilling from them and down my face, my nose topped off with another one. Red, round, squishy. (laughs) I'm ever so sorry you can't see me. But you can feel me. Feel my breath on the back of your neck. You can feel that, at least, which is something. My red-gloved fingers you can feel as I almost touch your face. Almost, almost touch. People used to say when they looked at me, and even behind hands I could hear, people would say I was funny looking. (laughs) And look, like, I level with you. (laughs) They weren't none of them wrong. (laughs) Started out a child made of all angles and hooks, became a girl made out of sticks and stones, and then a woman. Pieced together from off cuts. (laughs) I have always been, yeah, all right. Funny looking just about covers it. So I thought, you know, maybe capitalise on that. Play to your strengths. Be funny. Make them laugh. Make them laugh. And they're laughing at you anyway. How hard can it be? How hard can it... Well, you're not laughing, are you? (laughs) Admittedly, possibly, the blindfolds are impeding your enjoyment of my, you know, act. And could be the restraints are a little uncomfortable. But I can't have you taken off the blindfolds now, can I? I just don't want you to ruin the surprise for yourselves, the big reveal, the grand finale. But like, okay, so, but spoiler alert, it's going to get real messy. (laughs) You know, I do all the same things as the boys. My pratfalls, squirty flowers, cram myself into a tiny car and pop out the other side. Trip over my own feet, fall hopelessly in love, head over heels into the sawdust, but nothing. Not a fucking thing, not a titter, not a bit. Well, you know, just, girls just aren't that funny, they say. Girls, okay, right, just aren't funny. (laughs) All my life they've been laughing at me, you see? All my funny little life. And but now, when I want you to laugh, when I get twatted out with planks of wood and felt up by an elephant's truck, tell me I'm not funny. (laughs) It's the plank that gets the laugh and the elephant gets the... And then to top it all off, you're scared of us now. Some pennywise dickhead comes along and you're all, what, suddenly with a stuff of nightmares? Make them roar, make them scream. Well, okay then, okay. You want nightmares? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, step right up, step right up, entrance is free. But you understand, you'll be paying dearly to leave. Oh yes, for your entertainment, for your nightmares, for one night only, I am proud to present your last night on earth. All I want is to make you people laugh. He's laughing now. There, that's our stupid, heavy human in place. Now, before the Queen happens by, as she surely will, I will fly swifter than panic. 
around about the world to bring back the rare fungus whose spores make all living things dream of love. Off I go! <laughs> well, there she goes. So, I'll just, uh, I'll wait here then. Keep an eye on this fella. Maybe just a bit of uh, transfiguration magic can make him look a little bit weirder. <laughs> if I just sprinkle a bit of salt water and... Uh... Uh, now he's got a fish head, ladies and gentlemen! <laughs> head of a fish. Well, back to waiting. Oh, here comes the Queen already! Oh, I'll scuttle away! Oh, hurry up, Featherstone! Don't let the bottom feeders get you down. Imogen, you are a queen. A queen! You need them not. Enjoy this carnival. A day among the mortals, just... What's this? A napping human? Oh, no! <laughs> but such a slimy, scaly head he has. Such bulbous and protruding glassy eyes, such gaping lips and flapping gills, such beauty. <laughs> wake, awake, oh, thou beauteous manfish, wake! Hmm? Ah, wh wh what? Oh, oh, I, I must have dozed off. Where are my shoes? <laughs> <laughs> A beautiful mermaid, or sea virgin. <laughs> my head feels weird. <laughs> Where are my shoes? Take heart, my love, and I will care for you. Lie back and rest. I'll run my fingers through your preopercal spines. My what? <laughs> oh, okay. I, I should really put my shoes on. <laughs> Mushroom. Oh, don't call it that. Anyway, it's all turned out all right. I mean, he's, he hasn't got many lines, but he's taking his time <laughs> over them. <laughs> I turned his head into the head of a fish, and, and she's really into it. Oh, so she is. Swid. Look, more moles. Damn, fellow members of the Quelmouth Amdram Troop, this is where we will perform our play, the overwhelming operatic entertainment of Epiolithlothek and Oilet of the Outer Oubliette. Oil. And after the conclusion of the play, you and I shall be wed, Gabriella. Yes, yes, Kent, my love, uh, that is the plan. Oh, don't get married, Kent, I love you. And I don't love anyone. I'm just here to play the wonderful dramatic part of Epiolithlothek the Bastard. <laughs> and I will play his interdimensional paramour, Blind Oiliat of the Outer Oiliat. Yes, and I will play the door between dimensions. All right, I'll play various supporting roles. Straight forth! What are you doing lying down? We need to rehearse! We can't perform this play without you in the pivotal role of the human blood sacrifice. Oh, yes, I'm still lying down. Uh, just just let me put my shoes on and then... Oh, my God! What's happened to his head? It's hideous! Ah, the horror! Wrong! Ah, 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 disgusting! Oh, it's horrible! What are you doing? Ah. What's the matter? Oh, look, look out for the love mushroom! Oh, no! <laughs> 
Love spores everywhere. I suddenly feel I am in love with old lady Sob. And I am in love with Flem. And I'm in love with Yegchik. I'm in love with Kent. And I am in love with myself. <laughs> Quick, give the fungus another squeeze. See if we can sort all this out. All right, here goes. <gasps> now I am unexpectedly in love with Flem. And I'm in love with Kent. And I'm in love with Sob. And I'm in love with that little red crab. Oh, no, she's, she's spied me. Stay back, old lady. Quiet, all of you. Oh, yes, a mermaid is still here. <laughs> Sorry, mermaid. Sorry, it's sea virgin to you. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Sorry, mer-whore! <laughs> That's problematic. Uh, Jimmy, why would you write that in the script? God, anyway. Jimmy. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Go I'm on. in love with, with this character, with Yagchik. Yes, now. that's me. I'm Mama Yagchik. You dare to spurn me yep. and say really insulting Sorry. things. Yep. I'm all about big Mama Yagchik now. I'm not interested, Fishman. I find you offensive. I've <laughs> got you cleanly all like... Like the puny mortal humans that you are. Okay, this could get a bit messier than we wanted. Hit the fungus again. <laughs> oh, Stridevorthy, I take it back. You're wonderful. Yeah, sir. You're such a, a strapping fellow. And that fish head is, is marvelous. We all love you. We do. My love, I only want your happiness. This polyamory is fine by me. <laughs> right, yes. Well, I'll, I'll respond to all in. Just a moment with this uh, briny orgy, this menage à quoi. <laughs> yeah. Just as soon as I find my shoes. What happens here? What is all this? Uh, it's a sort of prank work in progress. I see a crowd, a very motley mob, including there my luminescent queen, doting on that grotesque hybrid manfish, who, perforce I only can infer, is parody of my amphibian form. Oh, we didn't mean it to come across like that. Well, it does. Ah, uh, we've had a few accidents with this magical fungus. Ah, the love mushroom, yes, of course. Well, I do hate to see this stupid mortal garner such affection from this crowd. And a little kingly magic will release these fools and do the power of the spores. There. <laughs> oh, thank you. Much better. Back to the familiar unrequited pining. Yes, yes, I suppose it was all getting a little racy and such. Good. So tell me, Queen, what say you there? Will you return now to your king? What? No. I love this mortal Rufus Strideforth now. I never will come back to you. Oh, really? In that case, let us see how well you like your mortal once his skin is all removed. What? what, what? Don't you dare, you jealous petty king. I never would forgive you that. Oh, fine. But should misfortune now befall this man from any fairy prank, no blame is mine. Such things are carnival tradition here. I'm sorry, misfortune? No, that all. would be fine. 
I'm sure we can come to some equitable understanding uh, just as soon as I've gotten my shoes. Oh, on. no, so stride forth. There will be no accord. I will destroy your body and your soul. I tell you, nothing now more certain is than your horrific annihilation. Yes, that's fine. I'll just get There's my no shoes. There's no time for that, stride forth. <laughs> the play's beginning. The curtain is rising and the stage is lit with the delicate, dramatic glow of Nicola Harrison. Trapped inside a bell jar, I'm banging on the glass My frosted case evaporates, escapes my lips into thin space A vapid glance is all it takes And you eviscerate my state I'm locked inside my own head, I'm buried in my mind My forceful heart, it beats too fast Unleashes pain as sharp as glass And if you couldn't make it last, then I We'll set aside the dark Cause I won't hide away I may turn my back But I'm here to stay I won't hide away I may turn my back But I'm not ashamed I crackle in my own skin I'm struggling to breathe Thoughts are in a state I find it hard to concentrate I've taken all that I can take But still, it's not too late I won't break Cause I won't hide away I may turn my back But I'm here to stay I won't hide away I may turn my back But I'm not ashamed
gonna die. Welcome, lords and ladies. Welcome, townsfolk of that at Quellmouth, to our carnival day play. Never before performed, or at least never by anyone who has lived to tell the tale. The <laughs> overwhelming operatic entertainment of Apu Lithletech and Oilette of the Outer Rubliette. A mind-bending love story stretching beyond t dimensions in which tells of blood-drenched prehistoric emperor god Epu Lithletech the bastard and how he unfixed the very fabric of time, space and sanity for the purpose of a tryst with the eternal nether demon. Oilet of the outer oubliette! <laughs> I am Epu Lithletech! I have conquered worlds and soaked the earth with the blood of my enemies and also my friends and also people I didn't really know very well. <laughs> Is there no uh, anyone as great and terrifying as I am? And I am blind oilet, keeper of forgotten things, master of all things unseen. I have felt the echoes of Epo Lithrotech's great deeds. And I am the door between dimensions. Closed due to physics and things. <laughs> oh, great Emperor King. I am but an ordinary human mortal man. Thank you for inviting me here to your party. I have learned the steps of the magical dance as you have instructed. And, not suspecting what is to come, I have worn this white sacrificial gown. Stride forth. What are you doing? Where's the gown? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing it. You are clearly not wearing a gown. You are naked. <laughs> I'm naked! Oh, just like my nightmare! <laughs> yes, uh, excellent prank. Quick, put this on. Oh, I love... Okay, hold on. Oh, there's so much to fold. <laughs> hold on. There we go. I'm not naked. I was. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're just making sure the gown was nice and clean, and now it's fine. Well covered. Yes. I have also brought the large serrated ceremonial sword that you ask for. And I pres... Oh! Oh no! Ah! It's the sword is... Come to life! It's trying to skin me alive! Hey, yes. Hey, yes. No, get him. Here. No. Here, let me take ah. that. Go on. Now be good, sir. Yes. Thank you. Oh, I'm I'm naked again. Oh, hang on. There we. Yep. Yes. V thank you. Various supporting characters. You're welcome. Blast. He's still alive. Oh, I'm. I'm. You know. I'm not entirely sure. I want to carry on with this. This. This play, it, it seems unnecessarily deadly and nude. Don't be stupid, the play must go on. Don't worry, darling, you are wondrous, truly. Uh, well, all right, but I'm going to put my shoes on first. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. Oh, 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 look, uh, they're just here, me gilly brogues. Featherstone, I trust you cursed the shoes. Yeah, just watch. There we go, they're, they're finally on. Oh. Oh, 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 I, I, I'm, I'm starting to dance. Your enormous imbecile, the dancing scene is not until the next act. What wonders here? I've never seen such grace. And in so large a man. I, I can't stop. 
It's mesmerizing. Tell me, Featherstone, what dance have you enchanted in the shoes? Ah, uh, for one from the play. This play? The dance from this play, I have heard, will unfix the world and tumble down the walls between dimensions. Oh, my God! I can feel the fabric of the physical world unraveling. If only there were electric lights and amplified sound. That's how it was really intended to be performed. I can see, see into the darkness beyond my own mind. It's oh. perfect, so perfect and terrific. Oh. Oh. And so, in hopes to find diversion here, both sprite and mortal find eternal doom. Such games, played with such a carefree joy, yet are played for stakes of life and death. And you, dear listeners, must, as always, go and seek your entertainment somewhere else. But if your favors have not yet turned sour, we'll see you next time at the Unseen Hour. We hope that you enjoyed The Unseen Hour, Episode 31, A Midsummer Nightmare. The Unseen Hour is recorded live and monthly, usually on the first Wednesday of every month at the Rosemary Branch Theatre, courtesy of Unattended Items. This episode was performed playfully by Bryce Stratford, Joey Timmons, and James Carney, and featured a monologue written by Jody Gray and performed by Serena Mantegi. The musical guest was Nicola Harrison. Theme music by The Unrecorded. The Unseen Hour is an Unseen Things production created, written, and produced by James Carney, and the podcast is produced for fun by Andy Goddard. <laughs> we all look forward to seeing you here again at the next Unseen Hour. Yeah.